What's going on, my dear friends? This is Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. It is Monday, September 18th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And if you don't know, we're here every Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. We are interviewing our own clients, our own students here at Legendary Marketer. Uh, very different than most other podcast shows, etc., that you see out there online where it's one guru talking to another. In many cases, with our episodes, these are some of the first times that our guests have ever even gone live. Um, I'm not saying that's the case for today's guest. We'll actually hear her story. I've never talked to our guests or our students usually before we go live with them, even behind stage or backstage, the virtual stage anyways. There's no conversation or chat with me before we go live. So everything that you hear, I'm hearing for the first time as well. And so tune in, put your seatbelt on. We've got nearly 800, I think, in 10 episodes at this point. Yes, I said 810 episodes of other students, clients here at Legendary Marketer who have gone through our education and have come on the show to share some of their success. Yes, we reach out to them. Sometimes they reach out to us, but 9.9 times out of 10, we invite them onto the show to share their experience. And this morning is no different. As you can see with the headline, and if you can't because you're listening, full-time caregiver leaves her job to launch her digital marketing business. Tara, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. It's surreal to be here. Surreal, surreal. Yeah. Well, <laughs> why do you say that? I don't know. I didn't think I would be on here. I watch this every day. It's just, it's crazy. Thanks. Really, really. You're, you're tuned in and plugged in to, to the show and uh, yeah. every day. How long have you been a part of Legendary Marketer? Um, I took the challenge. I think it was in January and I watched almost every day. Wow. <laughs> Everyone, yeah. I feel honored that you, that you did. Well, it's great to have you here and, and, Thank uh, you. Tell us what you were looking for when you when you found us, if you were looking for anything or if you just stumbled upon us. And if you were looking for something, do you feel like you found what you were looking for? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, so back in December, the patient that I was with for two years passed away and it was really hard on me. It was hard on my daughter. She had gotten close to him. She used to go to work everywhere with me. And, you know, that last year that he was alive was really hard. And um, I started, I kind of knew I wanted to, to pivot out of caregiving because it was, it's pretty intense. And when you work for yourself as a private caregiver, it's, you know, you don't go in for shifts. It's kind of like they depend on you, you know, full time if they don't have a second or third caregiver to help on the opposite schedule. So it was, it was a lot. <laughs> and uh, I just was ready to, to make, make a change. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. I loved what I did, but it was just draining. Yeah, yeah of course. Of course. Yeah. I can only imagine. Um, I can only imagine. Uh, so where um, where did you find us? How, how did you come across us? I mean, do you remember if you were like particularly looking for something? Or... Yeah, I was actively like searching for ways to make money online. <laughs> and I started <laughs> blogging. I thought, I was going to blog and like created my own logo and stuff. And what's funny is I heard you talking about it, like in the, I don't know, one of your trainings about logos and stuff. And I'm like, that's me. I thought I was going to, you know, do all these things with blogging. It didn't work out. But then I came yeah. across Caroline and I just really connected with her and thought it was pretty cool. And I just dove in really. Yeah. Yeah, the whole logo kind of we, <laughs> we 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 spend so much time on like when we want to go into business, um, usually, you know, online, but also offline. Right. We get our business cards ready. You know, we got <laughs> a logo ready. We go to yeah. wherever Squarespace or Wix or whatever the online website builders are. And it's kind of confusing because it's like when you first start what's the difference between a sales funnel and a website? They kind of seem similar, yeah. right? It's like, well, yeah. okay, you got these online website builders like Wix, like Squarespace, even GoDaddy as you're buying a domain name, they're like, do you want to sign up for a free website? And you're like, oh yeah, that's really gonna, that's really gonna catapult <laughs> me into success, right? And it's uh -huh. like, 
no. <laughs> How, what light bulbs went off for you as you were going through the, the challenge uh, at the beginning? What, what really kind of drew you in? Um, I don't know. I was like in awe through the whole challenge and everything. It absolutely mind blown me. I don't know. I was, it's simpler than, than you would think. Like it's a lot at first and it was so like overwhelming, but I think it's like a lot of, when it starts to click, it all kind kind of just clicks. And it's like, Oh, this is how, you know, <laughs> it's happening. This is how people make money online. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Were you kind of like, were you, were the dots connecting in terms of like how, why certain people posted videos and why people had YouTube channels and why people were building TikTok yeah. channels? Like, did those light bulbs start going off for you? Yeah. I had no idea that people were online to like make money. I thought everybody was just on there to like, you know, like, this is nuts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, once you start to kind of, yeah, once you start to kind of look around, you realize that, wow, everybody actually has a motive, right? Like, yeah. there's, there's an agenda. And that doesn't really mean that, like, oh, people are, like, evil, right? If you want to make money, you're evil. It just means that, wow, everybody's not sitting here wasting time on the internet like I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? I know. I know it blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's like that's people like aren't just posting bit funny videos of their dogs for the heck of it. You know that was it's wild. <laughs> right, they're actually making thousands of dollars to, to right. do it, and, yeah. and they're selling products. They're selling affiliate products. They're mm -hmm. you know they're 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 in some cases selling their own courses coaching events they're selling physical products you know there's all kinds mm -hmm. of different there's all kinds of different business models behind people creating content and doing marketing online and marketing is the first it's the first piece of content or the first exposure that somebody has has to you and that usually happens mm -hmm. on social media right or if you're running paid ads it happens on Google if you're blogging it happens on Google those can just be sometimes slower methods to drive traffic because you have to mm -hmm. you know, rank, you have to kind of climb yourself up the, not the corporate ladder, but the Google ladder to get your blog post, hopefully on the first page of Google, because we all know that, you know, nobody really kind of, you know, the second page and the third page and the fourth page are kind of like the dark alleyways of the internet. You know, most <laughs> people kind of hang out on the first page. So if your blog yeah. post doesn't get on the first page, then, you know, and I know all about blogging. I know all about um, article writing and, and stuff like that. They were very popular when I first got started in 2010-ish. But the short form video, um, you know, phenomenon has really taken things to the next level. So as you went through in sort of even the playing field for the regular person, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. do you feel like the you starting with blogging and kind of seeing how slow and sluggish that was and sort of difficult that was? Do, do you do? Can you tell the people who are here new who kind of feel like a little overwhelmed by a little bit of the tech setup? Can you explain to them how this actually is? Nothing is easy, but there are methods that are easier than mm -hmm. other. And you have that context now of trying to blog first, but then doing the short form video and stuff. Yeah. And even though it was uncomfortable for you, I'm sure, to get on video, mm -hmm. I, I'm sure you would probably still agree that it's easier than other methods such as blogging. Yeah. Blogging is very, very slow. <laughs> like Nobody sees anything for a long time, which with these, you know, when you're first starting out with the videos to it seems that way as well i mean it feels like you're just you know you're showing up and for no one at first so it's like very awkward just keep going but blogging is is a lot more complicated than than the the short videos i think it's a lot easier yeah so i mean i'm looking at your and we'll put your your uh your link up here to instagram digital mom preneurial um you got <laughs> I can't even hardly say it. I'm like, what was I thinking? 
Thumbs they down. asked me what my handle is. I can't hardly say it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Man. that's awesome. That's all. It doesn't matter. I mean, we yeah. all, we, you know, we'll, that would be one of the things that we sit here and, and we would probably, we'd probably, you know, um, you know, mentally, I won't say that because that's kind of that's kind of. Uh, let me let me think of another thing. We we sit here and we would kind of kick the can down the road, trying to decide our domain name or our you know our 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 handle. And at the end of the day, most people aren't actually saying your handle out loud. They're they're you know, and they're not even usually. Most of the time, your domain name, folks, is never even something that's said. And it's never even something that's typed in like 99% of website clicks come from just somebody clicking an existing link on an existing web page. Think about it. So for those of you who are sitting here worrying about your, your, um, you know, what your domain name is, what your handle is, just get it done. As Tara yeah. said, she can't even pronounce hers. <laughs> so digital mompreneurial. Yeah. <laughs> Neither can I, my mouth. My mouth is, is similar to yours. It's got damn near a hundred thousand followers on it for Christmas' sake. So I mean, it 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 it. You said that it feels slow at first. I'm sure you're speaking from your own experience. So it looks like you went through the challenge. You even in purchased the blueprints. So you got educated up. Then you started marketing, and it was slow at first, right? Tell us what happened next. Um, well, I made a lot of mistakes in the beginning, I feel like, but you know, as long as you're failing forward, <laughs> you know, just keep going, pivot when you need to. And like, like I said, just fell forward. It, it seems so slow at first, like you're showing up, nobody's watching your videos, you know, you don't have any likes on your stuff. No one's engaging. And then, I mean, for months, it was a couple of months it was like that for me and then it's just kind of like all of a sudden you know took off the more i got comfortable and the more you get comfortable you know i think your audience can tell that as well and it, it'll all you know come together just hold on <laughs> in the beginning I, I think you make a great point there it's like the more you get comfortable the more your audience gets comfortable or yeah like, can you say more about what you mean by that? Because I think there's a lot of wisdom in that. Um, well, I think that you can probably sense when somebody isn't the most comfortable on camera. Like now that I'm getting more comfortable, I can kind of look at other people's videos and tell that they're still in that like stage that they're not the most comfortable because I was in that for a really long time. And I wouldn't say that I'm completely comfortable yet on camera, but, you know, it gets easier with time. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well said. Well said. I think that's, that's a, that's a, like, there's a lot of wisdom in that. And what's the secret to getting comfortable on camera? I mean, in doing, your eye. It, doing it, there's no secret. I don't think it's just showing up and doing it every day. You yeah. Just, yeah. For me, that's what it was. Yeah. And I did not want to talk on camera at all for the longest time. I would not open my mouth on camera. I hated the way I talked. I don't know. And then the first talking video I posted, I got like a lot of cool engagement on it, you know, from people. I'm like, wow, okay, I can do this. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it's just so true. You know, it's yeah. like, it's like, um, you know, it, we're so afraid of things and then we, and then we dadgum do it. And it's just like, man, you know what? Golly. Uh, yeah. It's not that big of a deal, you know, but people actually like me. Oh, you know, <laughs> like me, you know, it's yeah. like, Liz, I think I'll do this more, yeah. you know, it, 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 it's, there's a, there's a, there's something called, and I talk about this, I have talked about this quite a bit in the past, something called the liking gap. And it's a, it's another phenomenon that, what is a phenomenon? It's something that's difficult to explain, right? It's just like, man, that's like, that's like weird. That's crazy. Like, it's hard to like, it's hard to explain it. Um, and, and what, what the liking gap is, is it's basically a, a, it's a proven phenomenon that happens amongst nearly every human being where we, we believe that people like us less than they actually do. They actually like right. us more. We believe they like us less, but they like us more than we actually think. 
and they don't see us the way that we see ourselves, right? Like, you know how, you know how when you hear yourself on video, if you listen back to it, you're like, Ugh. you know, it kind of sounds like nails on a chalkboard. Yes. You see yourself on video too. You're like, mm. <laughs> yeah. Then you see somebody else and you're like, oh my God, she's so perfect. I know. Yeah. It you is know, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So this is the liking gap and other people look at you. They look at me. We all look at each other and we go, oh, wow, they're so perfect. I wish I could do it like that, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we look at our stuff and we're like, oh, kind of sucks. You know, it's kind of cringe. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah. so it's a real phenomenon that, that really, if we can be aware of it, we can find ways to kind of mitigate that and, and sort of decrease all that mental kind of, you know, that, that just, you know, it's just, it's just a mind F if you know what I mean. It's like, you're just, you're just messing with your own head. One of the ways that I deal with that is just not watching my own stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't I, go back and watch any of like my first videos. <laughs> it's yeah, like, because think about this. If you yeah. recorded it and you heard everything that you said, mm -hmm. why do you need to go back and listen to it again? The only reason why you need to go back and listen to it again, I'm speaking to all y'all folks right now who are, who are, you, you do this, you, you record a video, then you watch it. You're like, Oh, that sucks. I'm going to record it again. You watch it. Oh, that sucks. I'm going to record it again. Ah, you know what? I'll pick this back up tomorrow. You know, yeah, it becomes overwhelming when you're critiquing yourself like that. I went through that yeah. in the beginning and I, you know, learned just, just post it, just post it and move on because it, it will get overwhelming at times if you well, sit if there and analyze every little thing about yourself on camera. Yeah. If there's something that bad in it, like that's, if like, for example, you have like, yeah. like, you know, I don't know, you left out your, you know, something really embarrassing in the background. You know, I'm thinking of a bunch of stuff, you know, maybe you left your big, you know, toy. Out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I remember this guy one time, this, 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 this guy that I knew, um, <laughs> I don't know if it was his or not, or if it was somebody else's, but he had a large sex toy in the back, oh like, like a bit, like he was in the bathroom that taking a selfie yeah. and it was like, massive you know, <laughs> yeah, that would be a hard one to to get over right there <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but i mean like seriously if you leave something yeah. in your video <laughs> julie says tmi yeah stop julie come on yeah, 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 yeah. um man, if, if, if something's that bad, somebody's going to tell you like, there's going to be comments, but guess what? The engagement will actually help your video, mm -hmm. you know, but listen to this friends. If you, if you, <laughs> Craig says he might've been selling that product. I know should have dropped an affiliate link. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that will get you plenty of engagement though. Mandy says, I'm telling you, <laughs> You gotta, you know, you gotta know, you gotta, I mean, I know people correct me on like my grammar and stuff quite often. And I'm just like, oh, right. do they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know what, you know what people love to give, like point things out to you and give like little pieces of advice and bring mm -hmm. you up on your awareness and stuff like that. And, and they all, they, and, and instead of being offended by that, yeah, it, yeah, I know, I know I've known copywriters who have purposefully spelled things incorrectly just because you know how almost robotically we go and scan pages and just mm -hmm. things almost like in a in a trance well yeah. if somebody finds or comes across a word or something that's misspelled so they stop it's a state break it breaks their state and gets them to dial in Right. Mm -hmm. And actually pay attention and read. And just like you're saying that people correct you on your on a video where you may have misspelled a word, that yeah. person may have never commented on that video otherwise. Yeah. Right. So yeah, they do get a lot more engagement when you misspell something. Totally. I've done and it so a couple times. For those of you who are critiquing your videos so much, meaning that you're filming them and then you're going back and you're and you're and you're watching them over and over again, here's my challenge to you. 
film the dadgum thing and just post it without even watching it and just get used to that. Because think about this, and I'm sure you're starting to realize how much like more time, Tara, you gain when you're not you know, micromanaging every single thing that oh, you yeah. do, right? We hate to be micromanaged, but then we yeah. micromanage everything that we do ourselves. Yeah. But did you notice how much time you were wasting at the beginning when you were, and now do you look back and realize that all the stuff that you were sort of fretting over is somewhat irrelevant? Oh yeah, definitely. The time I used to spend on those videos in the beginning was absolutely crazy and they weren't even good. <laughs> but now, you know, now it's like when you get more comfortable with it, it's just, it takes a lot less time. Yeah. <laughs> just just get it out of the way and post it. No one's paying attention to the things that you are. So totally. And yeah. yes, I am talking about now, hold on a second. Gabby says without watching it first, that's going too far. Oh, I, I don't know if you're kidding or not, but seriously, some of you would be thinking no, really I've deleted over and over and over again videos because I'm like critiquing every word and the videos yeah. that I post that I'm just like talk and just post it without freaking out about it. Do the best. Totally. Yuka yeah. says, I'm a non-native English speaker, so my English isn't perfect. Who cares? It yeah. doesn't matter. Right. It, people will probably end up liking your accent. They will probably think it's beautiful and cool. It's only you. This is a great example of the liking gap, right? To where you hear your voice or you are comparing yourself to others, the liking gap sets in and you like your stuff less than other people actually like it. I bet your accent is beautiful. I bet your accent is awesome. I bet people will enjoy hearing it, but it's it's all in your head. And that's one of the reasons why it's a great idea to just record and post. Yes, I'm giving you all a challenge to get outside of your comfort zone. What other things, Tara, at the beginning were you wasting time on? And, and what do you now look back and realize that you know, you didn't need to fret over that so much and, and, and you feel much more comfortable doing now. Um, I don't. Was the videos well, the big thing? Huh? Was, was videos the big thing for you or? Yeah, I think so. And I just wasn't comfortable yet. I didn't really, wasn't sure like what to post or, you know, I, I wasn't providing a whole lot of value in the beginning, which I think makes a huge difference. <laughs> I was, it was kind of like self-centered if, if people knew what I had to like present or offer or how, whatever you want to call it. But I think that was one of my big mistakes in the beginning. So what do you, what, how did you develop value? Like, how did you be like, when we think about value, delivering value, it's, it's also becoming more valuable by practicing and also educating yourself so you know what you're talking about. So how did you become more valuable in order to communicate better value? And, and that could also tie into your self-centered, like you mentioned, self-centeredness. Like how did you become more valuable so you could deliver more value? Um. Or what changed for you? I mean, what's the difference between back then and now to where you, you are? In I, your I guess I just got more comfortable and like really kind of knew what I was talking about and certain with this in general. I got you. Yeah. So, um, so what, what's your favorite platform now? Like what's, what have you gravitated towards in terms of where you like to, um, focus your marketing efforts, it gives your experience with whether it be TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, obviously we're sharing your Instagram profile, which has nearly a hundred thousand, you know, followers on that particular profile. So I would assume that Instagram is one of your faves. Talk us through your experience with the various social media platforms you can market on. Yeah, I started really focusing on TikTok in the beginning and it was, it was not going anywhere for me. And so I shifted because I was focusing on all three at first, you know, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. And TikTok just was, it wasn't going anywhere for me. So I really started focusing on Instagram. And, you know, Instagram likes when you 
create on its platform, I think. And so I just started creating on Inst within Instagram and posting there. And I really started to take off with that. And that's really all I'm on right now. I'm on mm -hmm. Facebook too, but I don't always post to it. I got you. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I saw this, I saw this, uh, comment I thought was interesting. Please get into what value. So Melissa says, yes, please get into what value actually is. How would you answer that question? Um, you know, like remote jobs or the <laughs> side hustle top videos, you know, teaching people how to make money online, some type of value in that sense. I, I guess I hope that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, how I would answer that question is depending on what your niche is. Yeah, of course I'm, I'm in the make money online niche so yeah so depending on what your niche is you're you're um in your short videos if you're marketing on instagram TikTok, facebook which is the primary platforms that we recommend people market on because they're mm -hmm. just where everybody hangs out at right now um you're filming little short videos that are delivering little bite-sized tips we call it edge we call it um edutainment right yeah. education and entertainment and if you can blend the two then all the more better, right? How do you blend the two? Well, you can give helpful tips if you're in the dog training niche about how to get your dog to sit, how to get your dog to lay down, how to get your dog to uh, heal, how to how to get your dog to not bark. Um, and in, in doing so, if you can make your videos somewhat interesting to watch, if you think about, this is all basic stuff. If we think about yeah. who were the teachers that we enjoyed listening to when we were young? Well, it was the... It was the teachers that made learning fun, right? It wasn't the teachers who were like, all right, everybody open your books today to page five. We're going to talk about social studies. I mean, friends, this is not rocket science, right? This yeah. is not a new concept that we're coming up with. This is just taking the same things that have worked on you for your whole life and translating it, them into the various things that we are doing today in 2023, which is there's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's TikTok, there's all these social media platforms. And for free, you can post little videos on these platforms. And if they're interesting to people, if they're educational to people, if they're entertaining to people, then they might want to follow you or listen to you more. And mm -hmm. you can give them little calls to action in your videos that mm -hmm. if they want to learn more or they like this content and they want to grab your free PDF, you can give a free gift away, which we teach all this inside of our training. And they can opt in into your landing page or your email, uh, your sales funnel, and you mm -hmm. can collect their email. And then you can deliver that free gift via email. We'll show you how to set all that stuff up and do that inside of our training, both the challenge and the blueprints. And then you can recommend a product on the next page and you can drop your affiliate link in that on that thank you page. And when they click it and if they buy, you get credit. But even if they don't buy, you have their email address and you can follow up with them later or you can send automated emails. Right. So this is sort of the business model in in a nutshell. And it all starts with delivering, quote unquote, value. But value is not a like a secret thing that you know you no. have to, uh, value is this it's it's something that will be helpful to people and you want to try to stay somewhat consistent with the theme on one page right how have you how what have you discovered for yourself in your audience tara works the best it you're in the make money online niche so what sort of videos are working the best for you right now and sort of what types of videos have you tried since you got started? Um, I would say, you know, like the the remote jobs do really well. Like, you know, the, the websites that you can find remote work at or, you know, showing people how to use Canva, things like that. Those Those do the best, like the tutorials or remote work. 
Yeah. So in the make money online niche, her, her profile is primarily about helping people to find ways to make money online. And so she's coming up and in, 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 in recommending various different jobs that people can get where they can make money from home, um, remote work, as you say. So it might be, um, it might be, uh, virtual assistant there it yeah. might be working for apple for 18 dollars an hour it might be all of these you know all you know might be it might be um it might be learning affiliate marketing it, it might be hey here's how to become a graphic designer using a free tool like canva right mm-hmm. all these things are valuable and open people's eyes to ways that they can make money online ways that they can use these digital platforms in order to upgrade their skills and so at the end of your videos, how do you make a call to action in order to get people into your sales funnel and begin collecting those emails? Um, I, you know, I just say like what this has done for me, like what I do, I, you know, uh, educate people on what it is that I do, like, you know, digital affiliate marketing, things like that. And they just, that's pretty much the call to action. So you're not giving them a hardcore slam dunk like, hey, go, click the link in my bio. You're just kind of gent- just- no, I Yeah, I try to. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't say always, you know, click the link in my bio. I'm like, you know, you can check out the top of my profile for details with, mm. you know, if you want to get started, things like that. I mean, sometimes I say click the link in my bio. <laughs> but i mean i i educate first i don't just like i try not to just say one click the link in my bio right right um were you one of those people i think you alluded to this um a few moments ago that was like i'm not gonna talk in my videos or i'm not gonna put my face in my videos was that your approach when you first got started? Were you thinking, I'm going to try to do this anonymously or whatever? Um, No, I don't think that was my approach. It was just very uncomfortable for me. I always knew I was going to put my face on camera like that. It it was just uncomfortable in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Have you you gone live at all? No. Is this your first like time being live, going live? Yeah. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I mean, you're here, you're you're doing something new right here, right now, right? Yeah. How's this feel? Like I said, it's kind of surreal because I watch these all the time and I love hearing everyone's story. And it's so it's just it's pretty wild. Yeah, it feels great. You know, when you push yourself and get uncomfortable it's really cool you know how you can grow from that you know it's you i'm sure you guys have heard that it's kind of cliche to say but it's true the confidence that you find in yourself after putting yourself on camera for so many days it's it's pretty cool what have you learned about yourself through this process um you know, that I can do hard things. I can show up when it's hard. You know, I'm not that bad to, you know, I've kind of learned not to be so hard on myself and critique myself. Mm. Um, You can do hard things. Wow. Last week I had a guest and I sort of got, I think the, the guest um, alluded to this. And I just kind of was like, wow, that's really, that's really, that's really deep. That's really heavy. She realized she was not a fearful person, yet she was anxious and afraid a lot. But when she actually got into the, to the moment of doing the thing that she was afraid of, she realized she wasn't actually afraid. Yeah. That that, does that resonate with you? Yeah, absolutely. It does. It's like you work yourself up so much to it's yeah, that that's good. That's a good way of explaining it. And when you actually get in the moment, you realize you can handle hard things. Like, I mean, you're a caregiver for God's sakes. I mean, that's gotta be one of the hard and a mom, two of the hardest jobs in the world, but let's just talk, focus on the caregiver for a second. I mean, 
most people are afraid of death. Most people are afraid of being around people who are ill or getting old. And Mm -hmm. that's a fear that they either dance around, avoid, don't think about. And yet here you are, a young lady who seems like just a regular person, very Mm -hmm. cool, very authentic, very down to earth. And you have... I would assume that you're great at your job. You you get emotionally involved. It you take yeah. it personal. It's something that is is important to you. You take great pride in it, and in the moment you execute and probably do an amazing job. And I'm I, I would assume maybe at one point in your life, maybe you would have never thought that you would be so comfortable around somebody who is getting old and or sick and or close to dying. Is that accurate? Yeah, it's accurate. You know, I was with um, the man that I was with for two years that I took care of. I was with him at his bedside when he passed for many, many hours. And it was, it's a, it's a different kind of experience, but no, I wouldn't have, I don't know that I would have been, it was a hard thing, but just like with that, I, you know, I proved to myself that I can do hard things. I can show up when it's tough, you know, so. Mm. Same thing, I'm sure, as a mother, right? Yeah. Yeah. Motherhood, fatherhood is not easy. And it's like we just get it done in the moment. We don't even think about it, right? Right. There's no like, I'm not going to take time to be afraid of this situation. I'm just going to... I'm just going to execute. I, I can do it. I can handle it because I have to, because they're my kids and there's no other option. And so why is it so different for us when we go to start a business and, and it's like our whole, it could change our whole dynamic. It could change our whole life. It, it could, it could, I mean, more money would mean what, I mean, for you, what, what does more money mean for you? I mean, how, how does that change the quality of your life? Like how big is it for you? What's your why and how big is it? If you make this work, when you make this work, you are making this work, but how, in what ways is it going to, or already change in your life? Um, ju- my why is, you know, my daughter always have been from the beginning, you know, I'm a single mom and it was the, it, but it's really, it's not even about the money for me. It's more the, the time freedom, you know, if I want to go and take my daughter to do something I can, or, you know, and I don't have a lot of family or people around me that what, you know, that I can lean on. So it's pretty much just me and my daughter and it, it became kind of like, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but she's my why. (laughs) She's my why. Yeah. Yeah. And so what is, I believe you're either have already or in the process of of phasing out of caregiving to do this full time. Is that right? Yeah. Last Sunday was my last, last day. I want to do that. Yeah. Oh, that seems big. Yeah. Is that a big deal? Yeah. I mean, you're going full time online as a digital marketer. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks. That's crazy. I mean, so this is already changing for you in the sense that you're going to no longer do that career. You're pivoting completely out of that. And what is that going to do for you and your daughter and your quality of your life? Is that going to change it dramatically or has it already over just in the past couple of days? I mean, talk to us about like how big of a, of a change that is for you and what you're looking forward to. Um, it's a, it's a huge change. It's, it's different. It's, you know, we'll take some, getting used to but this is that's why i started this is i i didn't want to care give anymore i didn't want to have to spend many nights at someone's house as much as i absolutely loved you know what i did and taking care of people and i really really did but it's just i didn't want to be staying at other people's houses every night you know and my i had nothing left to give when i came home to my to my daughter and now i feel like I'm going to have that freedom and it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. 
yeah. everybody like everybody's like you're so chill congratulations exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point <laughs> yeah well i mean i think you i think you you have um you know a unique personality which is probably why you were such a wonderful caregiver and and why you're going to be now um be able to direct all that amazing calm loving caring energy into your daughter and and in also into yourself right i mean because sometimes we also lose ourselves in taking care of other people right and yeah that's that's true <laughs> for sure this has kind of been wild because it's like oh i can show up for myself <laughs> you know in, in a, a different kind of way you mm. know yeah. yeah yeah upgrade your own self-care and yeah just, exactly. like, not, not be rushing to go like take care of somebody else and that's yeah. what i think so do, do, regardless of what your profession is or what you do like the majority of society is rushing out their doors, rushing their kids off to school, leaving sometimes before their kids even get up or, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. just to run out to go take care of somebody else's agenda, you know, mm -hmm. and take care of somebody else all day, drive there, you know, drive, drive so fast to get there on time to, you know, only have somebody like, like not even appreciate us getting there earlier on time, you know, and then be like yeah. crack the whip if we're five minutes late. And it's like, like, as you said, you know, by the time we get home after a hard day's honest day's work for an honest day's pay, it's mm -hmm. like, we're completely exhausted and have nothing left to give our actual loved ones, you know, yeah. and, and maybe just yeah. put them to bed, slam some dinner down their throats and, and put them to bed yeah. and, wake up and do it all over again the next day and essentially live for the weekends but we're exhausted by the time the weekend comes so it's like we don't even really want to do anything we just want to cut but so it's a vicious cycle and i think that um you know digital marketing is an opportunity working for yourself is an opportunity to upgrade your self-care and reimagine your schedule and design your life in a way that serves you and your loved ones first and not everybody else in the rest of the world. And so what is your schedule going to look like moving forward? I mean, I can only imagine what it looked like before you were probably filming videos and doing stuff kind of when you had a moment here, a moment there. Yeah. I was filming at, at work or, or wherever, you know, <laughs> running around the corner outside filming. <laughs> but now, um, <laughs> Yeah. I love that. I love that. Now, I, I don't know. Wake up, you know, go to the gym, maybe. Make some wake up legendary. Yeah, watch Wake Up Legendary at the gym. <laughs> and I don't know. It's different. Yeah, yeah. So what, what advice would you give yourself um, if you were just starting now, knowing what you know now, though? You have the wisdom of today. Um, you know everything you know now. What did you What did you like need to hear? And it would have been nice to hear it from yourself with the wisdom and experience that you have now. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know you, I mean, would you tell yourself to like? not critique yourself as much would you oh yeah definitely yeah would it be something around just kind of the giving yourself a little bit more of a break you know and and yeah not Give compare yourself a little bit of grace not don't compare yourself to to everyone around you because that'll that, that's not good <laughs> did you have a little comparisonitis at the beginning oh yeah i'm sure everyone does of course you're looking at people like overnight blowing up and you're over here like oh man when's it gonna happen yeah. yeah yeah and you only know the glory you don't really hear or know the story either behind people's success yeah. so it, right. it looks a lot more it looks a lot bigger and crazier than it probably actually is a lot of people 
you know, have been at this for, you know, a long time or have tried other things. Is this, is this the first online business venture that you've ever done? Yeah. Besides blogging. I mean, I was never on social media. I didn't even like social media to be honest with you. I, I posted a couple of pictures of my daughter on Facebook every once in a while, but that's about the extent of it. So mm. it's pretty wild to even, <laughs> you know, be doing this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Tara. I'm so, I'm so happy for you. I mean, you Thank know, you. yeah. Like, I mean, this is just such a big deal for you and, you know, now that you're going full time and you're kind of like taking back your life, not that like, you know, not that you, anybody ever like took it from you, but you, you were doing a demanding job. I mean, caregiving 24 seven, pretty much. I mean, yeah. and, and, and being with, 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 with someone until they pass. I mean, that is, that is just heavy. That is a lot. That is a real responsibility, man. Yeah, it is. And it was, I think it was too much on my daughter too. That was one of the main things, you know, cause she had to go with me a lot. And there was a couple instances where wasn't so good, looking so good at work. And I'm like, this is too much on her, you know, not yeah. just me, but it's a lot for a seven year old <laughs> yeah, to have for... to go to, to work and, and deal with somebody, you know, which, you know, I'm very close with, with the family still to this day. So it's, it's good, but it's, it was a lot. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I uh, look, I, I can only imagine. And um, I, it's so wonderful that you're so aware about your daughter. You did what you had to do. You do what yeah. you have to do and you did a wonderful job. And that is obviously evident in the fact that you're still close to the family. And it's an important job. It's an important mm -hmm. thing in our society. Um, it, you know, we should pay our caregivers and our nurses and our teachers, you know, triple what they earn, quadruple, 10 times. Mm -hmm. It's just not how the market works, you know, is, is mm -hmm. it's, it's just, it's not the going pay for it. So, you know, you're now sort of taking the bull by the horns and, and going off and you finished, you completed one chapter or many chapters and now you're starting a new one. Mm -hmm. And that's such a cool thing. It's so responsible. It's, it's just something that I, I hope you're so proud of yourself. You said you don't have a whole lot of family, but um, I hope that I can give you some validation here and, and tell you that, wow, what a real, what a real, um, what a real pleasure it is to, to know you and to have heard your story today. You. And, and you should really be proud of yourself, uh, that, that you are, um, finishing jobs, doing hard things, doing what you have to do to take care of your daughter and, and then having the, the courage and the bravery to start something new and also the perseverance to follow through and see it through and experience success with it. That's a big, man, that's a big, that is a big deal. That is really, really a big deal. And, you know, every day there's people who don't follow through with things and they just kind of sit around and, and kind of complain on the pity pot. And that's just not you. That's not who you are. No one's going to save you. You got to save yourself. When I learned that, you know, things will really change mm. when, you, when you accept that and, yeah. and, and get out of like a victim mentality. Mm. So powerful. So powerful. Well, Tara, we'll send everybody to go and follow you. And we've had your handle up here. So um, we'll, we'll support you every way that we can. And thanks for coming on and sharing your wisdom and your experience with us today. And come back and keep me posted on your journey. Okay. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, my friends, there she is, Tara at Digital Mompreneurial. Uh, you can find her on Instagram at Digital Mompreneurial. That's Digital Mom and then Preneurial, kind of like entrepreneurial, um, P-R-E-N-E-U-R-I-A-L, Digital Mompreneurial. Uh, over on Instagram. It's the account over there that she's at about 90 something thousand, 92 and a half thousand followers over on Instagram right now. She's crushing it, um, you know, and just such a humble heart, just such a, um, a generous soul 
who is doing wonderful work in the world and has done wonderful work in the world as a caregiver. And, and yes, today, Melissa was her first live. Thank you all for your comments. Um, thank you for being here, Kathy. Yes, today was a chill morning. She was a super, you know, it, it's nice to kind of mix in some, some chill personalities here because uh, sometimes we can get pretty riled up here on this show. And, and you all know I can get pretty riled up as well. Uh, but it's it's always nice to sort of, uh, you know, receive some nice calming energy from uh, you all. Uh, everybody's got our own style. Everybody's got our own personality. And uh, this morning, Tara's was just so uh, calming and relaxing and loving and caring and compassionate and also inspirational. And so please, my friends, go follow her over on Instagram and uh, we'll see you over there, of course. How, how can we follow and support each other or support each other? We can, when we see each other's comment or content out there, our posts, we can like them, we can comment them. We just lift each other up. You know, we replace jealousy with inspiration. We're not in competition. We're in collaboration with each other. You know, this is a community where we need to and can and have the opportunity to lift each other up and practice these powerful professional principles that are going to help us to be successful. We can practice them right here in this community and then let them spill over out there to our audiences and to the other work and interactions that we're having with the world and our audience and our uh, soon-to-be customers. All right, my friends, if you want to get a uh, text message every single time we go live every morning, you can text WUL to 813-296-8553. That's WUL to 813-296-8553. This show's a wrap, my friends. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. Stay legendary.